Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am here, Gerald Bourget, with uh, someone I've known on Twitter for a very long time, and now I get the chance to have him on my podcast after he had me on his uh, a few months back. Uh, he is a Forbes writer, host of Radio 4, TV to Play, and the NBA podcast in Denmark. Morton Stig Jensen, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Gerald. Thank you for having me. I'm very happy to have you on the show and return the favor since we had some great conversations about the Suns on your podcast a few months back. And now we get to talk about a topic that is near and dear to your heart. I'm sure the Suns have agreed to sign uh, Gabriel Lundberg to a two-way contract. And uh, it's going to be a little while before he comes over, but he is the first Denmark-born player in the NBA. More just to put it in perspective for us Suns fans how many Danish basketball fans did the Suns just gain with this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple thousand at the very least. And <laughs> he's actually the, the second Danish born, but he's still the first Dane ever because there was a guy in the 70s named Lars Hansen who actually was born in Copenhagen, Denmark. But he okay. moved to Canada at, at the age of two, and he identifies as Canadian, has a Canadian citizenship as well, played for the Canadian um, national team. So whenever people Google, and going, oh, if he's the second Dane, no, 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 no. We don't claim Lars whatsoever. <laughs> we claim Ifa because he was born here, raised here, he's played here, he plays for the Danish uh, national team. Uh, so, so yeah, this is this is big, man. I mean, uh, I can neither confirm nor the deny that I sent Ifa a voice message where I was crying. Let's just put <laughs> it that way. That's phenomenal. Um, so how long have you been following his game? And for Suns fans who are unfamiliar, a lot of guys, a lot of people in the States are woefully uninformed about players that are playing overseas, <laughs> as I'm sure you're aware. What do they need to know about his game and what he could bring to the table? Yeah, so so I followed him for years, but he this is, this is going to sound a little bit off, but he, he became a little bit more interesting over the past two to three years because his game just took a, a, a bigger step up. And as you know, I, I'm primarily NBA-driven. I don't spend just oodles of time see, on looking at the international uh, scenes. But, but of course, I always keep some tabs open on, on just Danish guys in general. And if it just started playing a lot better well he not better is the wrong word he just started playing a lot smarter because he added a significant jump shot to his game that he didn't have in his back before and that opened up everything just everything uh and the funny story is it's actually his wife camilla who's also a player and a better shooter than he is and she was like honey if you want to expand your game 
you got to be able to hit that three ball. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah, that's a good advice. That's a good advice. Uh, I, I might have to start doing that. And so so what you really need to know about Ife, uh, and that's like his name is Ga- Gabriel Lundberg, but we all call him Ife. Um, okay. and, and and yeah, what you need to know about him is he is he's driven. Like he already has that NBA mindset. I would argue he's had it for years. Uh, Denmark is very conservative in the way the basketball coaches think. Like if you're a young kid and you're you have NBA dreams or NBA aspirations, you get told off very quickly. Well, that's not realistic. Like you have to stick to a certain plan here and yada yada yada. Whereas if it was always like, nope. I'm not going to hold myself to that standard. I'm going to hold myself to a higher standard. I want to make the damn league, and that's that's my goal. And look, here we are, man. So that's that's the way he's he's driven. I mean, every single team he goes to, he excels, and then he raises up another level, and he excels. So hopefully that, that trend is going to continue. In terms of playing style, this is where he just, I mean, chef's kiss to the fit with the Suns, personally, because... The Suns, as we've seen this year, this is a well-oiled machine. Everything is working. You've won 54 out of 68 games, if memory serves. And the ball is moving. You don't really have a lot of players where the ball sticks. It's it, and You look for corner shooters. You, you, you move the rock. You are looking for open shots. You are, well, actually, you're lo- not just looking for open shots. You're looking for great open shots. Like these guys on the Suns right now, they will make that extra pass and turn a good shot into a great shot. If it will fit right into that mentality, especially because he's played European basketball for so long over here, we do love to share the ball a ton. But he's also capable of playing traditional NBA basketball in the sense that he is a big guard. He's six foot three. He's got a six nine wingspan. So it's a plus six wingspan. He's two two oh five. Um, listed as two oh five. I think he's a little bit heavier than that, but it's muscles. He's got broad shoulders. He's really strong. And one thing you need to know is if he hits the deck on a drive, he absolutely got fouled because this guy is someone who can really absorb contact a great deal because he's got this wide frame. So he's able to finish uh, uh, near the basket even when he absorbs contact. So if he's on the ground and the ref isn't calling that, then you have my permission to heckle the hell out of that ref. That's for damn sure. Good to know. Um, I wanted to follow up about a couple of things that you mentioned, and, and but my my biggest question for starters is, you know, there's there's been a lot of as well oiled as the Suns are, there's been a lot of uh, consternation here. Let's call it in terms of one piece of the rotation who honestly won't see a lot of time in the playoffs, but if there's an injury in a pinch, could be called upon more. Um, Alfred Payton is a guy who right. just hasn't really been great for this team, despite how great this team has been. Yeah. Is this, I mean, I, I'm sure that people will want to read into it, but do you see this as a potential scenario where, you know, the writing might be on the wall a little bit for pain since two-way contracts can't play playoff minutes unless they are bumped up to a regular contract. Right, right, right. The Suns now have Ish Wainwright and uh, Ife on two-way deals. You should... Alfred Payton be or Alfred Payton be worried right now. 
I hope so. <laughs> and that that's that's harsh to say, but as a Dane, I I reserve the rights for just to to say that for once. Um so so look, here's the thing. Eva has despite having enjoyed great success overseas, he's still a rookie. He has never played on an NBA floor before, so that is still something new. And and I don't want to sit here and say that he is the be- next big thing necessarily because we he still has to prove it. He knows that. I'm I'm in contact with him frequently. Uh, you know, he and I we we text all the time and 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 he knows it. Like he is well aware that he has to come in and prove it now. He's one of those people who says like I'm not satisfied just making it. I have I have to keep being here i have to maintain my level of play here so uh i i hope that when he comes in it, it's going to be it, it presumably it's going to start off with just a few minutes here and there but hopefully he'll prove in those minutes that yeah he's playing reliable basketball he's able to hit from the outside he can get it going on drives he can find open guys because he does fancy himself a point guard which i understand he actually has very good court vision and and i think there are probably a lot of Suns fans who've looked up his stats online on Real Gym and whatnot and are looking at like three assists per game and they're going, mm, that's not a lot of assists. Is he really a true point guard? You you have to factor in, this is Europe assist. Like we are very, very harsh when it comes to t- statistical accomplishments. Like if someone takes a single dribble over here, more or less after receiving a pass, that's not an assist almost. <laughs> like guys are, are very like, very, very uh, less inclined to give assists. Whereas in the NBA, someone can pass him with the ball, he can take seven triples, and it's still an assist, right? It, it's it's a very subjective uh, stat. And and here in, in Europe, we don't really award it as easily, which I think is a flaw on our end, by the way. So he is a, a point guard. He's someone who can get into the teeth of the defense. He can make plays. And because he's had all these twists and turns over the course of his career, he's had so many different looks and so many different roles. Um, the fact that he can play the one, he can he can slide up to the two. And because of his long wingspan, I would even say that if Monty Williams wants to go super, super small, you can even slot him in sort of as a, as a small ball three man. So that positional versatility is something that, I think it's fair to say that Alfred Payton does not have to the same extent because he just doesn't have the shooting capability. He doesn't have the the natural offensive feel, um, I would say. So so if Ifa comes in and proves that he is, you know, positionally flexible, that he can make those shots, that he can play tough defense, that he can do those things that he's known to do, then yeah, I, I hope there is a chance for him to to do something more. And, and I, I know I've been going on and on here, but one thing we also have to make a note of here is he isn't the most traditional two-way contract. Like mm-hmm. he was playing at Seska, CSKA Moscow, and that's a that's a huge club. Like from outside, mm-hmm. it's one of the biggest clubs in the world outside of the NBA. And he left that club because of the invasion in Ukraine and and a lot of players did. So that was very unforeseen. If that had not happened, he would still playing there, be playing there. So right now it was just basically him sitting there having no team because he left that place and was like, yeah, might as well take a, a gamble with the NBA. And if that's a two-way, it's a two-way. Um, I, I think he's the type of player who should undoubtedly be getting guaranteed money. He's that caliber of a player. That that's not to say that he should get 10 or 11 million per year, but at least like a fully guaranteed min deal at the very least for sure because he's that caliber of player. That you got him on a two-way deal, I think is a steal. 
No, that's that's good to know. And I'm sure Suns fans will be very happy to hear that. Um, and, and this is a guy that they will probably have on their summer league roster for the upcoming offseason and, um, you know, want to keep him in their system, especially if they like what they see. But, you know, it, it sounds like he is very much the hardworking type and that's very yes. much the culture of this Suns team. Um, but obviously with the playoffs starting here soon, um, and him not being able to come over for a couple of weeks. Right, I, right. The only insight that we have into the situation is that he's just going through the visa process. And that is kind of the standard process. Is that what you're hearing from him as well? Yeah. I, paperwork was the word I was, uh, I was told. So yes, that is absolutely a work visa. I'm, I'm imagining. Um, I, I, so I have heard some dates. I'm not sure what I'm allowed to, to share, but I have sure. heard some dates and I will be trying myself to, to make the journey <laughs> over, uh, yes. because I do not want to miss this for the world. But unfortunately for me, this is going to be a nightmare to figure out because, uh, the, the, the Suns have a couple road trips coming up. So if they decide, mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to activate him while in Memphis or oh. in Golden State. I'm going to be sitting there going, okay, so how much money will I have to spend flying <laughs> over there now? Um, but no, we're, that's something we'll figure out. Uh, but but for sure, it's 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 going to be interesting to see what he can do in, in the very limited time that is left before the playoffs, obviously. And I think, I think this is just one of those uh, situations where the Suns get a little bit of a taste of who he is. Like it, it's one of those things where he gets a little bit of floor time. Now they, they see him and they go, okay, there's something here. So we can take that into the summer. We can take that into next year. We can sort of play it out and we can sit in our offices afterwards and analyze what he did and see if there's something sustainable here. I think that is the play. That's awesome. And I'm, like I said, Suns fans are probably going to be glad to hear all of the things that you're saying because, um, you know, as, as much as this roster is pretty complete top to bottom and as much as bringing in Aaron Holiday helped mitigate those Alfred Payton concerns, yes. they're still there. And and as any NBA team, even one that sold its G League team recently, <laughs> it's good to have players that, uh, like you're saying, are worthy of NBA contracts now that you can have in your system, that you can yes. groom up and that you can evaluate. So. Uh, more, I just want to thank you for hopping on the show. Tell the people where they can read your work, listen to your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, Gerald. It's really appreciated. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MSJNBA. Uh, I write for Forbes, and I run a podcast with my co-host, Brian Sapore, called The NBA Podcast, which is super creative, I know. But you know what? <laughs> it helped us on Google, so who's laughing now? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Mort, thank you so much. Uh, this has been a special segment of the PHNX Suns podcast.